What you saw was a place where the best and the brightest people in the world came together to actually change it. We've been looking for someone like you for a very long time. Why? Did something happen over there? Something bad? Yeah, something really bad happened and it's called Tomorrowland. And this has been a 007 with another 10 minute spoiler free movie review. Feeling depressed, which is evidently not Brad Bird's intention. Apparently, Brad Bird was offered the opportunity to direct the new Star Wars film, A Force Awakens, and he turned it down, which shows that he's an utter numbskull. But we, as the cinema viewing public, should be deeply grateful if his new clunker, Tomorrowland, is anything to go by. Tomorrowland may well be the worst live-action film that Disney has ever made, and certainly the only one on which it spent so much money. I mean, what on earth were they thinking? What made them think that George Clooney, star of suave adult heist films, was going to be a relatable anchor for a kid's adventure story? And what made them think that Daveman Lindelof, the guy who led us all down the rabbit's hole of Lost, and who monumentally messed up the Alien movies with Prometheus, would be the guy to create a movie with a premise simple enough to get children excited and to get them on the edge of their seats. Instead, what we have with Tomorrowland is this awesomely clunky film that has a concept that no one really gets, that takes forever to get us to the excitement of the future, and when it does, is just a monumental downer. I just don't know how anyone thought this film was going to be good. So let's get back to the premise of the film. If any of you have read Lord of the Rings or seen the movies, you know that the character of Denethor, who is steward of the White Tower, suffers from depression because he has used his magical seeing stone, the Palantir, to see into what he thinks is the future, and the future is the destruction of his world. And so he does nothing to protect his city and lets it fall into ruin about his ears. This is basically what director and writer Brad Bird is telling us that we're doing on Earth right now. He thinks that the twin epidemics of obesity and starvation, environmental degradation, the breakdown of government, is us watching society fall down around our ears without having the courage to say, what can we do to fix it? That we don't have the courage to stand up and fight for our civilization. I mean, that, my goodness, is a very portentous opening concept for a children's movie. And then... He proceeds to create this bizarrely antiquated throwback sci-fi movie. This movie is not Tomorrowland, it's Yesterdayland. It's the land in which we grew up, and I'm not even talking of myself as Gen X, I mean maybe baby movies. The kids who grew up with the excitement of the 1964 New York World Fair, or even further back, people who got excited about Tesla and Edison at the turn of the last century. This is a movie that is nostalgic for a post-World War II past in which material invention was taking us to greater, greater heights, where the future was the future of the Jetsons and rocket packs. And so as this movie slowly unfolds, and my goodness, it takes an hour for the two protagonists to meet, 
we see George Clooney's character as a young kid. And he gets taken to the World's Fair and he's trying to build this rocket pack. And he takes it to a mean, a mean guy? I don't know. Played by Hugh Laurie. And he gets this badge. And the badge, if you touch it, takes you to a vision of the future called Tomorrowland. Where all the world's best scientists and brains are getting together to create this shiny new tomorrow. It's never entirely clear where this is or how it works or what it's for. It seems to me a rather creepy self-selecting elite. Thank you very much. We then move far into the future, into the present day, where that little kid is now the grown-up and very aged-looking George Clooney. And he meets, really, the heroine of the film, and her name is Casey. And Casey is played by an actress called Britt Robertson. And if George Clooney is somehow miscast in this film, then Britt Robertson... I just don't think is a very good actress and I certainly don't think she has that added charisma that most of the young stars have that makes you empathise with them and want to spend time with them on screen. Think of a Shailene Woodley who apparently wisely turned down a role in this film. Think of Jennifer Lawrence. These are young actresses that make us root for them, that make us care. I'm afraid it's damning but Britt Robertson just doesn't have that capacity. But per the story of the film she is hopeful and optimistic where all the rest of the world has given up and so even she manages to break through the Grinch-like persona that George Clooney has adopted and manages to convince him to take her to Tomorrowland so that she can fix everything and once there they meet the evil nemesis played by Hugh Laurie in these bizarre trousers which any of you who have seen Blackadder and know the episode where Prince George struggles for an entire episode to put on a spectacular pair of trousers will immediately make you laugh. I'm not sure at that point I even knew what the film was about or what it was trying to do or prove, but it just seemed incredibly bizarre to me that a film that was all about rejecting dystopian films and rejecting apocalyptic films like Mad Max Fury Road and embracing our inner child and our optimism and our joy for what could be done tomorrow should be such of a throwback to old times and should actually be so depressing because as much as it talks about the wonder of travel into space the majority of this film except for little flashbacks to Tomorrowland at its best show us that very world in decay. And I think there's a profound irony in the fact that Mad Max Fury Road, which is a movie set in a dystopian future, is actually far more fun. And in the character of Charlize Theron, and where her character art goes, is actually far more optimistic than Tomorrowland. It's a movie that preaches too much, that tries to hit us on the head with its environmental message and My goodness, that's just so boring. It's not adventurous and it's not fun. And definitely keeping Casey and Frank, the two protagonists, apart for so long at the start of the film is a problem. And when they get to Tomorrowland, my goodness, give us a sense of wonder. Give us a sense of why we care about this place. So Tomorrowland is just bad. It's unexciting. It's unengaging. It's pedagogical. It's just horrible. But there's a problem that's even more profound than that, and that lies in the character of Athena, who is a young robot who looks a little bit like a 12-year-old girl. And back in the day, her character and the young Frank uh, fell in love, sort of. 
And then, of course, she has stayed as a 12-year-old girl robot and George Clooney's character has grown up into present-day George Clooney. And there is what is meant to be a very touching quasi-love scene between the two of them or a declaration of love, which just made me feel utterly icky. And I know that the film is earnest and good-intentioned and, you know, that probably says more about me and my cynicism, but it just struck me as a slightly bizarre, tone-deaf thing to have done. And quite unnecessary. I just wonder if maybe this one would have been better off with a, a cast of young kids like E.T. or The Goonies without adults in it at all discovering Tomorrowland. And, you know, if you think back to The Goonies, which was a great life action um, kids movie, that moment when the kids fall down the water chute and see that pirate ship for the first time and they're just in awe and astonishment and thinking it's amazing. That's what we needed in this film and you don't get it and that's why it ultimately fails. I don't want Al Gore's <laughs> inconceivable truth when I go to the movies to see a Disney kids film. I want the Goonies. I want the original Superman film. I want awe and wonder. I don't need someone to tell me I should feel inspired to change the world. If you make a movie like The Goonies or Space Camp or one of those great inspiring kids movies of the 80s, it'll do its job. Show, not tell, Brad Bird. Show, not tell. Ugh, what more can I say? Tomorrowland, it's a clunker. Avoid at all costs. But if you have indeed seen this film and agree or disagree with my take, please feel free to leave a comment on the blog at beena007.com. Tomorrowland has a running time of 130 minutes and is rated PG. The movie is on release everywhere, except for Brazil, Puerto Rico and Japan where it opens in the first week of June. Thanks for listening.